The following Pulpery podcast is brought to you by The Goddamn Sauce. Go to thegdsauce.com for details to order all the sauces to replace your ordinary condiments. Welcome to the Pulpery Nerdcast with Brock and Ben. This podcast is where we discuss the nerd culture headlines that intrigue us and those minor details that enrage us. Nipples before this one. I gotta wash it though because Cactus's signature's going yeah. away. It's okay. This thing hasn't been washed and I wear it several times. Since yeah. Rebel Moon. All right. I'm bad cop. You're a good cop, apparently, this time. Because it was beautiful, but it was. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's just the acting. Like, I don't think I could get past her what's her name rebel moon i'm kidding no um she all i can think of is her she's the one with like the pastronis running blades in the kingsman yeah that was her right uh, i think so I been, yeah i mean i know her from one of the star trek movies so oh i knew that too yeah but um I don't... and she was in the mummy she was the mummy in the mummy Oh, that was the other yeah. one I knew. Yes. Look at the Rangers fighting. I love it. Um, it was... All of his movies are gorgeous. The settings, great. The story is there. But I don't know. It was just something... I don't know. Something was off. And I liked her brood. The... Uh, <laughs> what, what, what shall we call it? The... Uh, her merry, her her group of married yeah. men. Are they the Rebel Moon Squad? Yeah. yeah. I was trying to think what they called it in Lord of the Rings, but I don't think they called it, it the Fellowship. Ship, yeah. That's dumb. <laughs> but like, so I get it, and I get what they're setting up, and I I understand all of that, and her, maybe her rogues gallery, if you will. Thank you. Yeah. That's much better. Thank you. <laughs> Although one of those people apparently turns heel for no reason. I still don't understand that. You, I'll let you get to that. Yeah. I'm just throwing out my initial thoughts. So, I who was the bad guy? It's the dude, it's Ajax from uh, Deadpool, the British guy. Yeah, he was also, uh, what, what was fascinating about it is... I liked him. They had, in one, in one scene, they had both the dudes who played... Um, I, I can't remember the pronunciation of the name from Game of Thrones, but um, Daenerys, uh, you know, love interest bodyguard dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so the main bad guy was the first one cast, and then they recast them in like season two, and it was the uh, the little mousy dude, brown hair guy. I did not realize. Yeah. That Ajax from Deadpool was her first. Because isn't that it's that British guy, right? Yeah. Who played the bad guy in the first Deadpool? Ajax. Right. Yeah. You're named after a cleaning product. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, look at the goal. It's already two to one in the Predators game, and they have played six, six minutes. Six minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked I liked his over the top. Yeah, heel. I thought he did a great job with that. I love that, but I always like the bad guys. I always love the heels because they tend to have more character depth. 
this guy is just a fucking psychopath. Yeah. Which it is needed. And he had a, he had a good villain name, Atticus Noble. Yeah, you're right. He was Ajax. Yep. And then um, I can't remember the guy's name, but you're gonna tell me. Um. Hang on, sorry, dead air. So he was uh, Dario Naharis. Dario, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So him, and then the Michael Huisman, not um, who played Gunner, the Is guy. Is he the one who had the beautiful hair in Game of Thrones? No, no, no. He. Um, I love that. I went with that beautiful. dude. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, had... he played the same character. He was recast in that character. Correct. I remember you know? that. Yeah. So they at one point they both shared the same screen. screen. And you're like, wow, that's weird. Well, I mean, both of you probably got Daenerys's pants. I'm probably sure, like Zack Snyder wanted that, and so we were like, wouldn't it be cool if I could, you know, put that in? Somehow this we yeah. can shoehorn this in. Yeah. Um, so that's it. I am like, I get it. I just maybe not. What What are your overall qualms with it? I don't know if it's the writing or the acting. Like I said, the story makes sense. It just seemed a little rushed. I can it, see how you would say it, that. And it, yeah. it, and I guess I'm just like programmed to the whole like something bad happens. This person is the chosen one. She's got to find her guild, and then they got to go after the bad guy. Seemed a little lazy to me. You know, because that's it, and. And I know he's trying something different, but trying to do the space opera. And like I said, it makes sense. The story's good, but it just, it's, it seemed rushed. And I know they have a second one, and I know the first one was over two hours. Yeah. But. And that's, and that, I, and you know, they're probably going to like release like a director's cut. Oh, I've already heard him yeah. say that there's probably like. A what, three hour version. Yeah. yeah. It's probably eight hours total, the two movies. So. I think it would have worked as like a five episode season one and then a five episode season two. You know, a short mini series. It just, like I said, seemed a little rushed. They didn't have a lot of super character development. Yeah. The, again, I, I, I see. Yeah. I, I guess I went into it knowing it's part one of a two-parter movie and then uh, and thinking in the end they're going to do what they did with the Snyder Justice League yes. and like chunk that up. Yep. Um, but uh, You kind of know what to expect from a Zack Snyder movie at this yeah. point. And um, whether it's already material that's there and he's just forming a story like the DC stuff or his original stories. Like he's got a formula. Yeah. Well, not, not a formula but a style. Well, in that you had, um, you know, a lot of people wanted to compare it to Star Wars. No, see, I went in not even wanting yeah. to do that. Because well, and, somebody saw a fucking lightsaber. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, yeah, when the um, when the sword chick brought out her heated swords, that was as close as you were going to get. But, right. you know, at the same time, like, there weren't space wizards. There no. wasn't... Um, There's no force. There wasn't some bacterial... <laughs> midi chlorians yeah, that, in the that air give that... you superpowers or anything like that. Damn, so there was no Yoda. 
Yeah, there were no wizards. That's perfect. But when I was, you know, as I normally do with movies now, you know, you go through, whether it's like Screen Rant or whatever, mm-hmm. but on Screen Rant, they had in there, which I thought made more sense, is, what. so as I'm watching it, I'm thinking of it as, oh, this is sci-fi like Magnificent Seven. Like, it's just in a, okay. diff- a, a yep. retooling of that. Fair enough. Uh, but the one that Screen Rant mentioned that I thought was like, oh, that's exactly what we're looking at, except minus some of the aesthetics, which is um, he, it's heavily influenced by Heavy Metal, the animated movie. Remember? I know oh. you've seen that. Yeah. Of course. Um, and then it was like, oh, okay. Like, not, again, not, not like, no, 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 no. you know, not like Red Sonja bursting out of your no, no, corset, no, 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 but, no, no. but kind of like that, that uh, kind of world. Yeah, that no, in. no. That I'm, I'm, I haven't watched heavy metal in forever. Um, seen it enough to know what's up. Yeah. No, I could see that. Magnificent and then, Seven in space. That that's perfect. Right. Which like that's which, which I think is, I guess what I was trying to convey to. But yeah, but I think then then that brings in the uh, Charlie Hunnam character. The Scorpion. Son of a bitch. Crazy. Yeah. See, and I loved his character because until the end. Like, he, he, you knew what he was about. You knew who he was. But, I mean, honestly speaking, like, I think that, I understand what you're saying about the writing, but he explains himself. That's what I'm saying. He's the one guy who just says, here's everything. You have the, the galaxy's most wanted all in one spot. Like, Who would turn down that kind of money? And then he gets killed in the most practical way in a sci-fi movie. Get a bolt shot through your skull. Like, <laughs> I, I thought I thought that was fantastic. And then the um, or it was, the one thing I did think was weird was Jaiman Hutsu character. Like when it got to the big battle sequence, yeah, he really wasn't in it. Except at the end to make some, you know, you know, sarcastic comments and shit like that, which is like it's fine. I'm sure that's an editing thing. And, and I and like that he he was the recluse, right? Am I right. remembering correctly? And like, yeah, I mean, his yeah. facial hair drove me fucking crazy. By the way, yeah. Well, I mean, that's but you know, these I'm it's petty. the future. I'm fucking petty. Right. Yeah. So, but I also loved Gary Goldman's character in <laughs> The Fifth Element with a fucking stupid plastic head. <laughs> But I can't get over his fucking dreadlocks and his beard. No, yeah. His character's good. He's like, God damn it, fine, I'll help. Like, I can get down with that. I can get down with the reluctant. But you're right. Like, they recruited him. And then he wasn't really there. Well, and, you know, and that might play in later on. Like, this, and I, I agree with you. I think this really would have worked better. And when they do release like the final cuts, oh and, yeah, 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 and it's all one massive thing. You'll Netflix to. is going to do like fifty minutes here, fifty minutes That's there. That's what they should. <laughs> um, but you which know, is, Stack Sider, he likes to go big or go home. He likes to whip it out yeah, and show the world. And I think, and uh, honestly, with this, it's like I was. I mean, what truly fascinated me about it was was like, oh, he's doing like legit sci-fi. Correct. So yes. And, that that's always it, that is a very people think it can be anything at once, but it's a sci-fi is, is a fickle bastard. Tricky. Yeah, it like 
And that's the thing is that everybody's expecting like a new Star Wars. So you're expecting this tightly contained story. No. This and is sprawling. And when I you get say it. part one, and like there's, ele- I mean, there's like Dunish elements in it. Yes. Like where you're, you know, you have the, and even like foundation. Now I was just about there. to go to Anisimov. Like yeah. he, without hitting all of the tropes, like just checking boxes, you could see his influences. Yeah. Which is why, yes, I just, like I said, I didn't love it. Maybe part two will change my mind. I was just, yeah, I, I, I think when it's, when it, when it comes finally out in Snyder's totality, yep, then it should it should make more sense. But I I, I think you're right. Is that you could have done it as like a two chunk limited series, right? And then or and then that then and then release moves it all into like an anthology there's series. There's everything. Yeah. yeah, exactly. To where then you go into like you know how did this royalty come about? Like that's what I was about to say. I will say there are. Because you got to get political in this stuff, which is why you got to yeah. have the royalty and, and the inner workings of the politics. And they didn't get into that. And I don't know if they're going to, but that's the shit that I love in space. Yeah, you, you know how I am. Yeah. Um, maybe I was expecting too much. Yeah, you're you're a very pro Atreides person, so yeah. <laughs> I am. And I watched Dune the other day too. <laughs> well, we were, when I was home with the sick daughter, I watched Dune. Yeah. Fuck that movie so. And we're not far off from part two, but before we the even get into it. that, just remember yeah. Harkonnen. It's not Harkonnen. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Harkonnen. Yep. <laughs> but needless to say, so and this was one where, where I, particularly getting to the very end, and that it's what told me is like don't don't judge this just based on this one thing. Is it's you start tough. off with the Anthony Hopkins robot. Okay. And then you don't, he's nothing. And then at the very end, he's like this in the wild, went from a flower crown to an antler crown. Yep. Like, okay, well, like there's something big. I will give it up that. Yes, there's more to explore there. Yeah. But that guy. And I didn't realize that it was Anthony Hopkins until like, the sixth speaking line, and then I went, <laughs> "Oh, oh, you fucking bastard!" Odinson is playing a robot yeah. now, and he's gonna get antlers in a minute. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, well, I will wrap up in saying this: is that we want to take this time to thank you for supporting the Pulpery Podcast. We are available on all podcast platforms, so please follow us and turn on the downloads. You can always delete them later. If audio is not your thing, we are on YouTube. Check out our page and hit the subscribe button, like our episodes, and share with all your friends. Follow us on all the socials for our latest content and additional takes on the latest stories and news. If you need a change for your taste buds, go to thegdsauce.com and change the way you think about the way you eat. From their signature goddamn sauce to their ghost pepper sauce, they have everything you need to rethink condiments. Help support an independent business by getting rid of your same old condiments and boss up with the goddamn sauces. Like a dog. <laughs> he begged like a dog. Tom, Mr. Wilkinson, rest in peace. Yeah, who, or who, who took over for him? Was it Eric Roberts in the last iteration? Is that who was Carmen? No, no, no. Uh, 
Turturro. Correct. Yeah. John Turturro was um, at, was at the end there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because Turturro was. No, Turturro was uh, the Batman. Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I think I think Tom played Carmine the whole Christopher Nolan. Yeah. I don't know where I'm getting or. No, no, no. Eric uh, Roberts was just some thug, or he was the. Uh, he was another mobster that correct. Heath Ledger freaked the fuck out under. Yeah. Man, these fucking guys. Anyway. Yeah. Like a dog. Well, so my my what? thing that I was not covered with Tom Wilkinson's death was, uh, it reminded me of the moment that I stopped watching the Oscars. And so the year he was up for best actor for In the Bedroom, which is a phenomenal movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're not into character and like play kind of movies. What did I just say? It's not true. I thing. just said my, my thing with Rebel Moon was character development. Yeah. I'm a wrestling fan, so I love character sure. development. So he's up for it. And th- this is back when. Who? Well, I was going to get to I that. I know you're getting there. So, but like I was, I was still living in New York. So I, I saw every Oscar contender that year. And, uh, that was the year Denzel Washington won for training day. And, you know, politics and all, all that aside, but it was, I hands down thought Tom Wilkinson did a phenomenal so, so, job in that and should have gotten that Oscar. So was that we're, I'm not going to go we're not going down that no. rabbit hole. Denzel Washington's a fantastic fantastic actor and I've even heard other people say now like that was not I mean he's had so many other good roles like since. Scorsese winning it for the departed. departed. Yeah. It's more like a okay, we get it. Here's yeah. your trophy. Yeah. Right. Right. He had already gotten a supporting actor one, but yeah, but it's yeah, it's it's and that's what I mean. Like, let's get it there. Whatever the for- politics of the Oscars are, like, hey, we, we, we need to give this person one, or we need this Scorsese is the theme of the year. Scorsese was going to get one eventually, and right. they just chose the worst, worst. movie. Well, I mean, it, yeah. That he was nominated for. It could have been Gangs of New York. I mean, he, was he nominated? I though? think so, yeah. Ugh. But anyway, but Rest that's. Rest in peace. Yeah, and but it's it's still a fond memory because that that his performance in that movie is he was in unbelievable. The, he was in the full Monty. Yeah, He's along fun. with along with Robert Carlyle and yeah, oh, don't many get me others. started on Robert Carlyle. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Big Bay. All right. <laughs> Big Bay. Yep. Um, you have wrestling. You have to talk about. I fucking you have do. more character development to get into. All right. So we will. This what I am about to say is a legend. Allegedly, there's just rumors at this point. But Chris Jericho was in the news. It's been floated that he has been a little handsy with the talent. No, get out of here. Okay, so my, here here is my take on this, okay? Just like when people are like, wrestling's racist. Okay, hear me out. <laughs> the business was built on that. Kind of like now with the old boomers. Everybody's like, oh my God, they're terrible human beings. Wrestling's kind of been like that forever. Yeah. Um, and Jericho's part of that old school mentality. That's it. He's been around for a while. Facts. Like Facts. WCW days. Correct. Even. ECW. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and I like him. 
I followed his. I have followed Chris Jericho's entire career. That's how old I am. <laughs> but my thing is, okay, rumors, cool. You can't assassinate this dude for it until, you know, something substantial comes out. Just because somebody was like, so I heard he was... And then, like, a female liked it and was like, yeah, I can kind of agree with it. But we'll see. But human beings aren't that surprising. Like, thank you. If you and hear that the and you're business. like, "Oh, Jericho did that." Oh, right. So, like when it came it's out, probably, everybody's like, "Oh, come on!" I mean, on. And same as was, when we heard about Vince McMahon, and of course it was like, "Oh yeah, no doubt." Right. Everybody was <laughs> fucking shocked, and I went, "Are you fucking serious? <laughs> you're shocked? That guy? Really? <laughs> I mean, come on. You're fired, pal." <laughs> so, you, you know, just. If I know the six listeners aren't all wrestling fans, but <laughs> that is my two cents. I love the man. It wouldn't fucking surprise me, but let's not go, you know, burning crosses in his front yard because he allegedly, you know, came, I, came on a little too strong to some talent. I'm going to jump, I'm going to go out here and say I think it's a safe bet. So, <laughs> facts. But again, allegedly. Sure. You know, He's on his way out anyway. Like, and, yeah. and Okay, so here's what makes it, and this last I'm going to say, what makes it look even worse is Jericho is a very outspoken person on social media. Yeah. And he has been radio fucking silent since that went down. Like, yeah. since they came out. He wrestled on a pay-per-view on Saturday, and the crowd let him fucking have it. Good for them. Um. And again, you pay money, you can do whatever the fuck you want when you go to a, uh, an arena. I will be doing the same thing in a couple of weeks. I will be screaming and yelling, hopefully at The Rock, who showed up. Nice segue, by the way. Monday, out of the fuck, thank you, out of the fucking blue. Um, and, to, you know, does The Rock. To most people, you've been calling for this for like two years. Right, like three there's, years. there's, you know, his family has only been running fucking WWE for yeah. over two years now. That I would be, say this was brought up the first time we talked about wrestling on the pod. Probably. So, yeah. Probably. Because yeah. Roman Reigns and him, they're all one big family. I thought that was TJ Oshie. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he comes out there and he does his rock thing and he runs down some guy who also happened to be Jinder Mahal, who is like Saudi, Middle Eastern. So, of course, he's going to come out and run him down because, again, what I just said wrestling tropes there was a reason that Hulk Hogan was the great American hero fighting against Sergeant Slaughter who turned tail and joined the Iron Sheik like they've been beating that shit into the ground forever so he comes back uh, right in the middle of the quote unquote road to Wrestlemania but the, the big thing is is when he finished his promo, which apparently went seven, seven minutes over, by the way. <laughs> like, they had to cut shit the rest of the show because no one is going to tell Rock, right. yeah, no. you need to wrap it up. Yeah. No. So he went seven minutes over. Did he, did he plug the UFL in there? No, but I saw that. We should talk about it. We should yeah. have talked about that. Yeah. Um, so he, he, he named... He didn't call out Roman Reigns, but he said... He, he should be head of the table. 
and of course the entire wrestling community got a collective boner. <laughs> I think you could. It, it probably caused the Japan earthquake <laughs> when he said head of the table, because they've been building this since COVID, really. But shit's just happened. So we shall see. Stay tuned. Yeah. It could just be rock. You know being the rock and doing whatever he wants everybody knows that i'm a john cena guy so i love your rock but you are no john cena yeah you definitely can see him no one can fuck no i can though because i have special beer goggles on for him love that man so at any rate um and you know rock leaves it vague did he just show up for that one it's the new year's episode like for the big pop and then he's just gonna leave that out there so that the internet wrestling community can lose their fucking collective minds um because that match prints money like yeah you you could put roman reigns and the rock are wrestling each other okay i'd stop what i'm doing i've got a fucking money printing machine (laughs) um which is which is cool i'm all for it we'll see Big, big stuff. Yeah. CM Punk will be in New Orleans on the 22nd. Last thing I'll say. So. Who's he uh, fighting? He's in the Royal Rumble. Oh, that's right. Okay. He will be fighting Seth Rollins. Yeah. So 10 years ago, CM Punk walked out on WWE (laughs) because he was supposed to be main eventing WrestleMania. The Rock walks in, takes his belt, takes his spot, and... Punk's like, you know what? Fuck you. I've been here forever. I got a fucking staph infection in my ass. I'm out. Comes back. Road to WrestleMania. CM Punk's there. And guess who shows back up? The, the Rock. Rock. <laughs> Part of me wants to say that that is Triple H going... <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah. we're going to fucking make money, but watch this. Also, it's... Uh... You're you're gonna know your place Facts. back in this Facts. organization. That's exactly what yeah. it is. So, just all of the inner work. It's fucking drama. It's fantastic. Everybody should watch wrestling. Yeah. All right. We should talk about Stephen Hawking, and I'm not gonna do any impressions. Well, no, that's later on. No, we have. So I'm I'm real quickly going to tell you. I hate saying this, but. I would not wait if, you know, if the wife is like, ooh, let's watch The Maestro on Netflix one night. Okay. Don't do it. Noted. Very confusing movie. Um, who, uh, Bradley Cooper. Thank you. Uh, who, who wrote it and directed it? Bradley Cooper. Oh, it's his project start yeah. to finish. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you should, I should have full stopped at Bradley Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, other than no. Rocket, he or I mean, in terms of in terms of he stars in it too. Yeah, in terms of acting, he did a great job. Oh, yeah. Um, um, I'm blanking on the actress's name, but she should be up for an Oscar for what she did. Um, it'll come to me right at the very end. But I, the, I won't look it up then. But the um, there there were two things that irritated me about it. The First is the um, like the flow of the story was really weird. So it starts. So it's about uh, Leonard Bernstein, or okay. Bernstein, depending on how you want to pronounce it. The Bernstein, um, Bernstein, Bernstein. But you know, Bernstein. like wrote some of the most famous film scores. And I mean, should be pretty straightforward. Yeah, considered like you know America's prim- still is America's premier classical composer. Yes. And um, 
So there's a point at the beginning and of the movie. Who, that's who he plays. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a point at the beginning of the movie, like in the first, you know, thirty, forty-five minutes, where they do like a, a quick montage, and it seems like you know there it's a discussion between him and his soon-to-be wife, and about like all the things that he could do. So they do these little snippets from all the different musicals that he writes for. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then they never do that again throughout the whole movie. So there, there's right, never... That's what and, he's... Right. And so, but it's it's weird, like, because it's in the beginning part. So you're kind of like going, oh, they're setting up how this story's going right. to go. And that montage kind of thing doesn't happen ever again. That, that guy's got a great mustache. Yeah. Does he... Uh, I mean, he doesn't have an extraordinary life outside of that stuff. Well, so... Well, not that I'm aware of. So like so that's my like filmmaking process issue with it was that it it was sort of disjointed like um, at first you're like well am I watching a movie about Leonard Bernstein or am I watching a movie about something else right and then what it then morphs into is it's supposed to be a movie about the relationship between him and his wife where Leonard Bernstein is you know at best bisexual um, or I shouldn't say at best or it's like they present him as being bisexual. Although most likely is that he was homosexual and because of the times had a wife, but he had Freddie Mercury, but he had multiple kids. So, um, and it, it's one of those where, and I'm not, I'm like that part doesn't bother me. No, no, no. That, again, that gives character depth. Right. I get it. And right. I only have like five seconds, but I'm tired of seeing these movies about someone's relationship with somebody else. Like if I'm watching. The following Pulpery podcast is brought to you by The Goddamn Sauce. Go to thegdsauce.com for details to order all the sauces to replace your ordinary condiments. Pulpery is a privately produced podcast by Brock Ryder and Ben Grimmie on social media and photography by Beck Ryder. Original music by the Heisenberg Compensators.